<laughs> okay, go. Okay, so uh, as the evidence checker, it's going to identify the major types of evidence the author uses. Count the number of times the author uses each type of evidence. Look up people and locations, and what does this reveal about the author and text? So I said the author uses mostly historical evidence because the author has to give hints from the Liam side of the story to Rowan to find out who the skeleton was. The author also uses it to describe people what people used to do in the past, like the KKK and everything, and like everything dealing with segreg uh, everything dealing with like segregation. Uh, the author also uses description as evidence to give details on how the characters feel that appeals to pathos. Speaking of pathos, there are many times the book where they use pathos. The author also uses logos and details throughout the book to make the characters more credible and to make the events in the story logical. This reveals that the text is full of elements and evidence that make the book more interesting. And then it says here for number two, pick at least three pieces of evidence to analyze. Go with the specific pieces of evidence, then explain the context of each evidence and what claim or counterclaim it is designed to support or illustrate. And then you evaluate, and then it says how effective is it at proving or supporting the claim, at illustrating or at illustrating the counterclaim. Um, for my first piece of evidence, uh, I said um, William. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. William stated that he wanted to write Vernon's claim off, or he claimed as Vernon being as a, like a, a bragger and a liar, and he wanted him to stop talking and to let him leave, but he didn't leave, and he didn't let William leave. So that was like when, um, like the like the very beginning where uh, Renan was showing uh, William like Mabel or his gun, and then um. William said he tried to look best or he tried to look impressed instead of sick at his stomach because Renan was telling him like how many uh all that he killed a few a few people with the gun already. And then I just said this supports the claim that the author describes William's feelings or this supports the claim that the author describes William's feelings appeal to pathos. William described Renan as a bragger and a liar and said that he wanted to leave. And that he was sick in his stomach. Pathos is emotional appeal. And William is talking about his feelings. So it makes perfect sense that the author would use William's feelings to appeal pathos. And then uh, I think it's reliable because, well, I mean, it's coming from William's thoughts, and uh, the author needs to express William's thoughts to make the book more interesting. And then my second piece is that. Um, you all remember when, like, uh, the anthropologist found, like, a gun holster and told Rowan about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just said, um, the anthropologist said, that you want to know about the holster? And then the one that was attached to the front of his belt, and I said, this supports the claim that the dead body found in Rowan's backyard may not be Clarence Banks. Uh, when William figured out that Clarence or Clarence was dead, my immediate thought was that Clarence was the body found in Rowan's backyard. But this made me change my mind because Clarence never held a gun, or at least it never mentioned that he held a gun in the book yet. Um, and then Geneva said the skeleton had a holster, which means the person who was found in the bag had to have had a gun. Um, and then it's reliable because... Uh, uh, it's reliable because 
um, anthropologist is a trained expert and uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. Yeah. My point is that um, it seems like Rome is a bit more like biased and William, even though William was living in a time of segregation, um, Rowan says the fact that Geneva thought she could only tell a body having brown skin from its very skullness with my head. And then she said my internal Euphoratus radar ping like crazy because Geneva was just like telling her details about like the school and how she knew that the skeleton was like brown skin or like a black person. And then uh, she was like, um, she, she felt like Jenna was racist, even though like it was like Jenna was doing her job, huh? It's like science. Yeah, I know. It's like Jenna was doing her job, and it seemed like uh, Rome was more biased, and like William is like William doesn't judge like that. He grew up, like or he grew up like he uh, he grew up liking to Ruby and Joseph despite living in like a time where segregation is big. And then. Um, and, yeah, that's it for me. Oh, and then my other one, structure analysis. Uh, it says, what purpose does each paragraph fulfill? And I said each paragraph is supposed to break up different events in the story. It's supposed to be a signal that tells you that you're moving on to the next thought or the next sequence of thoughts. Um, each paragraph is supposed to hold the major events and details of information of the story. And then for the second question, it says, determine where the introduction ends and whether thesis statement or main point is stated. And I said, I believe the introduction ends for the chapter after the first paragraph is read, but for the paragraph itself, I believe the introduction lies in the first sentences or the first few sentences. Um, in most paragraphs in this book, the main point or the main thesis, main thesis statement is the first few sentences of the paragraph. It's at the beginning, because it wants to show the main point before having evidence as to why that is right. And the third, the question is, um, evaluate the effectiveness of the structure. Is it clear and easy to follow? Does the structure support thesis and or purpose? If not, what structure might have been more effective? Why do you think the author uses this particular structure? I said the way you structure things is very effective in your writing. The more you structure things or the better you get at structuring your writing, the more people will draw in, or the more people you will draw in, and the more your writing will come together. The structure does not support the thesis. But with, or the structure does support the thesis, but without the structure, you wouldn't have the evidence and reason to support it. I believe the author chose this specific structure because she believes it would be more effective for storytelling. And then for both of my papers. Um, I have like an addition to what you said earlier. Yeah. Like, why you think it's not Clarence Banks? Mm -hmm. I think it's Joseph because, I'm, well, I'm probably wrong, but. The Vernon had the gun, which was named Maybell, mm -hmm. and they also found Maybell in the like near the skeleton. Yeah. yeah. So, like the, that means he could have like threw the gun in with the body, and he found a receipt which was for the William Tillman Victorola. Yeah, we, uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then it had like the like different things which William wrote. And gave to Joseph. I was thinking, because it's like, it said that the skeleton's wrist was broken, but then healed. <laughs> and then the chapter right after, it said that William had a broken wrist. And I'm all, 
Yeah. yeah, I'm all like, when did he break it? I I was like, kind of like skip, like reading really fast, and then I read that pe- like sentence, and I'm all, is it William? Because um, he broke it like the first. Well, I'm confused because the anthropologist said there was a black person. Like, yeah, 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 it was like a black person. Or they William is mixed, person? so we can have like <gasps> some of those American. features <laughs> as well. So maybe like, it might be. Maybe she's like wrong. Maybe because he's like half Native American, he yeah. has features like bone structure. Yeah. And if you look at like skulls of different people, like of course they're gonna be like different, like similar, like different, like nose shapes and stuff like that. But all of them look kind of the same. So it's like just because like the nose is more up and wider, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a black yeah. person. Okay, I'm going to discussion later. So, summary of what happened, I just kind of like listed things. So, we read it for this section from page 146 to 219. Um, Vernon names his gun Maybell which happens to be the gun Rowan found next to the skeleton. Joseph rejects the receipt William wants to give him to Ruby. Um, William visits Addie. He knows she doesn't forgive him, but he's starting to understand what he did wrong. Rowan tells her dad that she has a job at the clinic and he's happy about it. She also starts working with Dr. Woods, who we don't know yet, but it has like a connection to her family somehow. <clears throat> They found out the skeleton belonged to a black man. Ruby almost runs into a milk truck, but she misses making the milk carton hit the side of the truck. William has to cover for her. William also starts to like Ruby a lot, and he almost feels like a sisterly connection to her. He's no longer seeing her for this skin color, but the sweet little girl she is. Um, when stopping a cat, stopping for a cat, the driver hits Rowan from the back. The driver is obviously racist. Arjun, a man Rowan knew from the clinic, went to see if she was okay. The driver who ran into Rowan pushed Arvin into oncoming traffic, and he dies. A black teenager allegedly assaulted a white woman in an elevator, causing uproar throughout the town, and the KKK wants to deal with the boy, and asked William and his father to join. They declined. Okay. No questions. We have to answer these. Okay. So why do you think William is starting to warm up to people of color like Ruby? Because she's very persistent on hanging out with him. I think that's true. Uh, I think he's trying to warm up or like go lightning to them because like uh, I don't know, I think he's starting to realize that like they can do the same things that um that like those people can back then and that like um it doesn't really matter on like your color. But you talking about like, that, like I don't know, like everyone's the same, I guess everyone does the same thing. Everyone's everyone's a human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also because Ruby's just hanging out with them constantly. Yeah. Yep. Second one, 
Oh, go ahead. Were you saying something? No. No, okay. I was just feedback. Okay. Um, who do you think shows the most character development in the section and why? William. Yeah, I think it's Yeah, because he's, um, he grew to, like, or he felt bad, or he still feels bad for Clarence, but, like, he grew to, like, empathy for a lot more things, and then he grew to be more mature. Even, he'd even be climbing to be king. But, yeah, I think William has the most, like, relative character. Right. It's still slow. She'll get hopefully. Oh, Roland is still kind of slow with character development, but she'll get there eventually. It's kind of starting to annoy me. I don't know why. Yeah. She's just a bit meh. She's spoiled. That's what I get from her. She's spoiled. Okay, third question. Do you think Rowan will blame herself for what happened to Arvin? And do you think racist driver will be in any trouble? No. Well, um, you can go, you can go. Okay. Uh, I feel like she will feel guilty because um, with everything that happened, because I think she almost hit a cat and that caused her to like get yeah. whiplash or something, I think. Um, she stopped for the cat. And then, like, the driver behind her, because she stopped, like, hit her from the back. And then Arvin, like, saw her or something. Like that. Around the area. Yeah. I don't know how he was there. And then he went to go help her. And then the driver was like, get off her. And then he, like, yeah. it's uncomfortable. So I feel like she'll feel guilty because no matter what happened, it, she'll, I feel like she'll, it, she'll feel like it will be her fault because she stopped for the cat. But I also feel like yeah. the dude will get a slap on the wrist and try to yeah. blame it on Rowan because she's black. Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like Rowan will like feel guilty and then uh, just like wait, I'll like, willing to help her Claire. Uh, I feel like she'll feel guilty for Arvin. Uh, and in the end, like ultimately, like <laughs> never forgive herself. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Also, I think this might be Rowan's like first encounter with somebody blatantly racist. So she might feel like, like if he gets away with doing this, she might feel like, oh, this is how it is. Like, and it might lead into character development. Yeah. Okay. Fourth question. How do we think Lily and her brother Jasper? What? Oh, I think it's my me talking that is like coming through somebody else's side that I keep hearing. Okay. Oh. Uh, how do we think Ruby and her brother Joseph will react to the current events going on considering their safety is at risk? Um, 
by current events, I mean like Tulsa, like how the KKK wants to kill like the fuck boy. Ruby. What was like the question? Sorry. How do we think Ruby and her brother Joseph will react to the current events going on, considering their safety is at risk? I feel like Ruby, because she popped up in their backyard, William's backyard, I think, and William kept trying to tell her to go away and that there are dangerous people outside, and she's like, I know. I don't care, though. (laughs) Yeah. I think uh, they're kind of not surprised because, like, they like white people around their neighborhood have been killing uh, black people off, like uh, Vernon. He's blamed yeah. people. But I feel like they'll be surprised, but not surprised because yeah. I feel like they already like suspicious about the KKK. Because didn't <laughs> Joseph sure. say, like, when William was when he told William he was going to a funeral, he was like, oh, nobody special, just some black guy. It's like, yeah, like it's just yeah, so common that they just don't care anymore. So they <laughs> know it will happen, but they're just not surprised. Um, okay, who do you think the body is given the information we have been given in this book? Mm, probably William. Because yeah. Joseph told him that he didn't want the receipt anymore, so that means William would have kept it, and he said he put it back in his wallet. And there is a wallet on the skeleton, mm-hmm. and it said his the wrist was <gasps> broken, and William broke his wrist. That makes sense. I think so. Um, I, was I think he was like the only one who's seen the guns. And he has a wrist, and he has a broken wrist. Yeah. That's sad. If it's William, oh my god. Because there, there is a possibility that it's just coincidence and it's something else.
So I found three things. Um, so your father and I have done our best to make things easier for you. And maybe that was a mistake, but we wanted to fill you up on good things before you had to face the bad. Um, I'm pretty sure all parents relate to this in one way or another, because no matter what, you want your kid to be shown like all the good in life. But if you only show them the good, then they'll never learn that the bad is going to come. And when the bad does come, they'll be faced with shocked and their whole reality will just be shattered, like in a split mm -hmm. second. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, the second one, before long, my Tuesdays with Ruby had become the best part of my my week. Um, I can relate to this because usually when I'm like on a call with like friends or just hanging out with one mm -hmm. of them, it's like the highlight of my weekend or week because it's like I don't get to see them as often now. So, you know. Yeah, me either. Sometimes I can go out. You know, my mom and everything. Being so strict. Oh my God. My, I'm not allowed to leave the house either. <laughs> They're like, you had fun last month. What are you talking about? I know, last month. Like, <laughs> but yeah. Um, the third color, third color, <laughs> third number, um, no matter what the, his skin tone, the dead man deserves to have his killer found, he deserves justice, um, this is gonna get a bit touchy, but, like, you know, with what's happening now, and especially, you know, like, Breonna Taylor's case, it's like, yeah, she never got the justice she deserved, and the cop only got charged for damaging a wall, which is stupid, but, you know, no matter the skin tone and no matter if her boyfriend was a drug dealer, like her ex-boyfriend, that doesn't matter. I don't, like, it shouldn't matter if you stole or bought drugs. You, you just need justice. That's it. Excuse me for buying drugs is not the death sentence. No. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I think it's more how you related, uh, like, past racial problems to racial problems because they're either really prevalent or, like, they're really, like, big. Yeah. Right now, they're hard. Yeah. I'm happy they are. Yeah, same. Well, I'm not happy that like, they're problem. They're being faced head on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, rhetorical analysis. Um. Assumptions author seems to be making. I just chose quotes. Um, so, the first quote, fully expecting Addie to slap me like she had done in the cafeteria. Um, I feel like the author put this because over, like, once Addie slapped or hit him because he was being cruel to Clarence, and Clarence was her friend, and so because of it, and now he's dead, um, with him being cruel, he just expected Addie to, you know, kind of slap him for everything he did, but she didn't, which was kind of a shock to him. Um, yeah. I think it's I think it's just like forgiveness, you know, it's like what's done is done, you can't do anything about it now. Yeah. Um and Rowan's quote, uh, my internal, you're a racist radar pinged like crazy, and I started hating her just a little bit. Um and I feel like 
Rowan doesn't want to believe that uh, like a, a people's schools can be different um, and that by that assumption and by that ignorance I think um, she just kind of is all you're a racist because I say so Yeah, she does have that point of view. Yeah. She's kind of a hypocrite, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's like, you're a racist, right? So, because she was using science to prove that, like, bone structure can indicate what race you are. Yeah. But then she goes out and says, like, uh, racial issues aren't bad for other people of color, just black people. Yeah. Like Jane Eduardo, and she was like, "But their issues aren't as bad." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Logos. Um. School characteristics and match. Match them up with typical profiles for geographically distinct human groups. Uh. This is just fact because every. Goal. Even though they can look the same, there are some minor um, things that make them all look different and therefore showing your race and who you are as a person. Yeah. Um, ethos, uh, reader's sense of appeal. Did I do? I didn't do two. I'll go back to it. Um, black men and women are dying for the same reason they did in 1921, and we have to call them out Rowan every single time. Uh, this is just <laughs> true um because every time something happens it's like you know people of color have to call them out and then you know white people just go no it doesn't happen i'm not gonna listen to you and then they just brush them off it's like exactly yeah it's like huh i didn't hear you or they make another movement to counteract this. Oh. Yeah. Um, so then back to number two, uh, pathos, readers' emotions. Um, I've never heard my mother use the N-word. It made me feel my lungs feel too small. Um, I can relate to this, or everybody can relate to this, because if you when you hear your parents say something you never ever thought they would ever say, you kind of just feel really shocked and kind of like small I guess because it's like wow you're a completely different person than I thought you'd be yeah, yeah. Uh, my, uh, my mom or my grandma she uh you know how, like back then like everyone was like a little racist well, like uh um my brother was telling me he had black friends over and my mom or my grandma was just being like a little racist I was when he told me that I was so surprised I was like dang why is yeah. Why is my grandma doing that? But yeah, I, I agree. Like, whenever your like family or your relatives say something like that, like you're like, "Yo, what is wrong with you? Who are you?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened to me. I think it was like just some hangout at my aunt's house, and they had like friends over, and I heard that I can, <laughs> I can call them an N word all I want, and I'm all, "Who are? I don't like you anymore." <laughs> I, I only met you for like two minutes and right off the bat you have been like immediately just I don't respect you anymore. Yeah. Like there was um I had um she's like my aunt 
barely my aunt. I don't like not my aunt, but like we, you know what I mean. We call her with your mom's friend. No, it's on my mom's side. We're like related, barely. Like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, like car far away, (laughs) thankfully. And she lives in like the country. She's like yeehaw. (laughs) (laughs) And she's she's like um kind of racist. Why like what? The South is so like, oh my god. But like unintentionally racist too. She's like, yeah. oh, I think black people and white people and every person of color should be treated equally. And then she told she goes on to tell us a story about how she was scared when she saw a black person at the mall. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the hypocrisy. <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> It's like they, they say it's like they don't know. It's like they don't know, but they do know at the same time. But oh well. Yeah. Like they don't even like like realize yeah. that they're being racist. We have one minute left. It's almost thirty minutes. There's a thirty minute time limit. So we're done. Oh, we're done now, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool.